update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. So we're joined on the line now by Durban Chamber of Commerce's Deputy President Gladwin Malishe. Thanks so much for your time and welcome to Update at Noon, Mr. Malishe. Thank you, uh, Sakina, and thank you to your listeners. So we understand that operations in big companies like Toyota South Africa uh, were actually halted and some container warehouses, our reporters have actually showed us, uh, were flooded. And uh, please tell us the extent uh, to which some of these big businesses have been affected. Uh, thank you, Sakina. Uh, we're still uh, trying to figure out uh, how much damage uh, has this company suffered. Uh, even other uh, entities from the government are trying to request for information so that we can quantify as to how much damage has been done. But as you know, that uh, especially in the South Devon, the old international airport, we did have floods in 2019. Uh, it seems like the drainage system is not working properly. So as a chamber, we're really requesting that our government work very closely with business in trying to resolve these issues as we have now frequently having these floods happening. And companies like Toyota, again, it's a massive loss in terms of their income, in terms of their turnovers. So they have suffered a lot for all of these days. They are not working. They are flooded. So the mopping operations are starting and also trying to quantify as to how much damage has been done. Mr. Malisha, as you say, there were also um, quite devastating floods in 2019. But since then, have you actually had opportunity to sit with government and other stakeholders to actually come up with an action plan? Because as you say, uh, infrastructure maintenance and development, for one, remains a big challenge. Well, I think there's been some few meetings after that flooding, then after that, you know, uh, people will go on their own corners, which is a problem because that problem was not really solved. Uh, so I think there should be a continuous engagement between business and government in terms of the infrastructure and what needs to be done, more especially because now we know that, you know what, when we have floods, especially in that area, it suffers a lot. And we have big international companies with international orders that they need to meet. So it's important that our government work closely with business in order to make sure that infrastructure is in place and infrastructure is in good condition. At this point in time, it is proven that there is no communication in order to make sure that these uh, infrastructure are kept in the right place. At this point, Mr. Malishe, I guess um, people and the residents of Durban in particular must be worried uh, following, as you say, floods uh, just a few years ago. Then you saw last year the unrest, which also caused huge devastation and uh, loss of uh, business. And now you have these devastating floods. What are your members saying at this point? Well, many of our members have suffered not just uh, from the unrest, but to remember that we, we have COVID. So there was a lockdown. Many of them were not working for months. They were not able to make some money, and some people were laid off. Uh, hence why you see a growth in terms of unemployment in the area. So right now we have a flood. They were trying to recover from the unrest as well as the COVID. Now you've got the flood. Bridges are damaged. Some of them, they don't even have insurance, or especially the SMEs. They don't have insurances, so it means that they are starting from scratch. Many of them don't even have funds to start from scratch. So we are calling on government to say, can we sit together and prepare a proper plan? We know that our president has declared a state of disaster in KZN, but we need to sit down and have a plan as to who needs to be assisted when, 
and which infrastructure is the priority right now. For instance, we've got the road, the Bayhead Road, which was uh, also destroyed, but is going to the port. Yes, we are trying to use other uh, roads in order to, to, to go to the port. But it's a very critical road. You can't work or do anything without it because that's where our goods are living and coming to the port. So it is important that we work together with government. This is also an opportunity to, to rebuild some of the infrastructure. So whatever money or the, the money that is coming from government as well as the money that businesses are going to be getting from their insurance companies, they need to bring it together and see what they can do in order to make sure that it goes back to what it was. So at this point, and and I know um, you may still be busy trying to uh, get all your information together, but are there any estimates at this point of the cost of the damage? Uh, Not really. I think we'll be, uh, if we're coming up with that now, uh, we'll be some sucking. If you look at it, for instance, uh, companies like Toyota, they need to look at their vehicles, which were outside, that were damaged by the floods. If that stock is still in good condition, maybe they need to come up with a new stock. That stock was ready for export. So what do they do with that? So there's a lot that each company needs to do in order to quantify the damage. Uh, others, it's not just the, the buildings, but it's the staff, uh, the people that have died, the people who are driving home from work. So we, we have not really quantified it, but we know that it's running to billions already. Um, Mr. Malisha, you spoke about uh, the roads affecting uh, the movement of people and goods, uh, but how has that been affected, including the supply of food at this point? Well, uh, the, 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 there are two roads which are very critical. It is the M2 and the M4, as well as the Bayhead Road. So those roads actually are very critical for the uh, for, for the movement of goods, the linkage between the business and industry. Uh, at this time around, we have seen that people are trying to use other road networks in order to reach these places. So people are trying to do whatever they can do, but it's actually proving to cause congestion in other roads, uh, which is a slow pace in terms of moving goods. But what is uh, the good thing is that we are able to move goods in and out. But it's a slow pace, which is a problem that we're actually dealing with at this point in time. Hence why it is important that we are dealing with the issue of rebuilding some of these roads as quickly as possible. And uh, just a final one, uh, Mr. Malishe, with regard to the looting that we've seen again, unfortunately. Uh, is this something that uh, you and your members are concerned about? We, we are very concerned. The looting has proven to, to be one of the worst disasters we have faced uh, last year. So now we are faced with floods and people are starting to lose. Yes, we understand that there is a disaster that is happening within the families. I call it disaster of hunger. Our government needs to look at this issue. People are hungry. Uh, people would use any opportunity to, to, to get food or to do anything that we might say is criminal. Yes, it is criminal. Our members are suffering. Businesses are suffering because of meeting others that get to invest in a place where you can just have looting it anyhow. It is important that we look at the issue of, of unemployment together with government. Because if that is not addressed, we're still going to have this looting. Whenever there's an opportunity like this, people are going to go and meet. Also, we think that it's important people to be taught the impact. What is the result of looting? There are people who are actually working in those stores. Today, they don't have any jobs. So it is important to look at 
if I'm looting, I'm not only filling my own stomach, but one other person is going to get hungry. So that information needs to go around. Communities need to speak to themselves. Government needs to reach to the communities and speak to them about the issues of looting and the impact of looting. So I think we are working on government also to show you know, leadership in this. We need leadership. There's a lack of leadership when people can come together in a community where there's a ward councillor, where there's a, a, a committee ward, but people can gather together and then go and meet. It means there's no leadership in those communities. So government needs to make sure that their leaders that are elected are able to do their work. Well, Mr. Malisha, we'll leave it there for now, but uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you again. Please feel free to let us know once uh, you have some estimates for us about uh, the damage uh, cost as well. That was the Durban Chamber of Commerce's Deputy President, Gladwin Malisha. Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m.